Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey? I <laughs> Yeah, did you guys hear that? Yeah, speak into the mic. <laughs> She's telling me to speak into the mic. I know. Oh, wow, look at that voice. That's that was very sexy. Yeah, that wasn't my real voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, I'm Jacqueline Marfuji, your host, and that voice is the voice of this angel sitting on my couch. <laughs> Um, you guys will definitely recognize her from a lot. Yeah, I looked up your IMDb and it's like 14 pages long. Is it really? Yes, your wow. career. You've had a massive career and we're going to get into that because, oh, oh you're going to give all the advice to my meatballs. I call my listeners meatballs. Okay, cool. Because who doesn't love a meatball? Nobody. Nobody doesn't love a meatball. Right. Like yeah. they're just the best. <laughs> um, that is the voice. She's an actress. She's a new comedian. Uh, she's a hot model. Would you call yourself a model? I'm not a model. You're not a model. Well, in my eyes, you're a model. No. You're a model mom. How about that? I could be a model mom. <laughs> you're a model mom. Um, you're also an Aries, and you're from Texas. Uh, guys, welcome to the podcast, Krista Allen. Oh, my God. Thank you. <gasps> <gasps> Yay. Oh, my God. No. Sit down, please. No, it's okay. Stop. No. Like, everyone in my apartment is standing up right now. I know. Now. It's amazing. You guys are the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're blinding me with how white your teeth are. I can't take it. Are they? Yeah, your teeth are really white, which is funny because we're drinking red wine right now. Yeah, that's... But I, I'm I'm a really good, like, Should housewife. I swish it? Should I swish my teeth with the red wine? <laughs> Maybe so we can stain them more, so I feel better about myself sitting across from you. Do you know what? I think my teeth are whiter because I put self face tan on my face. Oh. Is that I don't even know if that's if that's how you say it, but maybe because I'm darker, my teeth look whiter. I mean, I always do that. I'm always like orange, which I think make my teeth look white. I don't know. You're not orange. I'm not. No. Oh well, you want to know why? It's because I got my makeup done this morning. Ooh, bye, yes. Heidi. Haley. Haley. <laughs> Sorry. It's like Haley. same syllables. Sorry. Yes. Haley Hansen makeup, guys. Um, I'll post everything up on my... Who, um, by the way, is so hot and so oh, beautiful right? and so sweet and so awesome. And I just want to be her friend now. I just <laughs> I just met her a little bit ago and I was like, you are beautiful. I know. Well, Krista and I just came from a taping of the very hilarious... Jim Jeffries. <laughs> Jim Jeffries show. It was awesome. Um, you guys have heard me talk about my main squeeze on here. Tommy Caffrey. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, wait, fun. Do people know that name? <laughs> no, it's fine. Rachel O'Brien says his name all the time on the podcast, okay, and it makes him happy. <laughs> um, he's one of the producers. Jim's a friend, and we all went to support. It was the first time we've it been to a awesome. live taping. It first was so of all, good. I'm so proud of Tommy. It's so cool to see him shine like this. He's so in his element, and he's so he looked really cute. He did. Oh my god, he looked so cute, and I just was so excited. I kept trying to get pictures. You're not allowed to take pictures in there, and I kept. Trying to take pictures so nobody would see me of just Tommy. I could give a shit about Jim. I just wanted to take <laughs> pictures of jo Tommy in his element. I know. I felt like a proud stage parent yeah. today watching them yeah. all do their thing. Yeah. Your face was so cute. <laughs> I was proud of Jim too. He like sped through oh my that. God, he's awesome. Yes. He's such a funny, talented guy. No. And you know, he's, he's he gets very dark with his humor in the best way. Mm -hmm. And because he's so light about it. It, it works. It totally works. But he's he has so much heart in what he's saying. He cares so much. Mm -hmm. And then there's such a beautiful line between that comedy 
and actually really the compassion that he has for what he's talking about and it makes it amazing everybody watch this show <laughs> it's awesome and then I was cracking his, his accent on everything and, and then it's he's just, just magic he's wonderful he is. he's wonderful Tuesdays 10 30 on Comedy Central this is not a sponsored post no it's not we're doing this because we're <laughs> fans but hey sponsors like if you want to sponsor us that's cool <laughs> you totally should yes email me at what's your jersey at gmail.com I see a sponsor coming from Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what we're going to do right now, Krista? No, I don't. Uh, it's okay. So we are at the Just Enough with Jacqueline portion of the podcast. Oh, I, really? I know, guys, for you meatballs out there that aren't really that into sports, listen up. This is for you. Oh, no. Yeah. No, this section is so you can have a conversation with anyone about sports this week and sound like you know what you're talking about. Okay. Right? So I'm doing, I'm doing good things for you. Okay. I'm picking up my phone to Google sports highlights <laughs> because I have no idea no, what's these going are fun on in the things. world. Do you remember? Okay. The Larry first thing Bird I'll... kicked ass in the game last night. <laughs> That's what I know. I appreciate that, guys. Larry Bird's not playing right now, but I feel like most of you probably feel the same way or on the same wavelength as Krista when it comes to sports. So we're going to go through this really quickly. Erin um, Andrews. Do you remember Erin Andrews? She mm-hmm. was on. <laughs> she was an ESPN reporter. She was on the sidelines for the NFL. You might know in her hotel room, someone got a hotel room next to hers and videotaped her and put like nudes up of her. And she just what a won. jerk. Right? Who does that? Jerks. She just won a fifty-five million dollar lawsuit. Thank God! Oh my God! She's now my hero. (laughs) Exactly, and she's beautiful and gorgeous and really cool. And was diagnosed with cervical cancer in two thousand fifteen, I think. And now she's cancer-free. Okay, well, now she's definitely my hero. Now she's killing it. I'd like to go rent a room and invite anybody over to videotape me so I can get a $55 million. No, but she just got married this weekend. Oh my God. Yeah, she got married to Jarrett Stoll. And um, they got married in Montana. They've already been doing IVF treatments. Like, they're on it. They want to have awesome. a baby. But I think the funny thing is, is she's older. She's 39. He's 35. Okay. And I feel like they, they need to, like, get on it. Right? right? Well, sure. Yeah. So that you're not, like, a – you're not – completely old by the time your kid is in junior high I always thought when I was a little girl I would be having babies at like 23 right were you like this when you were little like I felt like everyone's mom that was like young and cute I was like my mom's young and cute and now like if I ever have children I am definitely not going to be the young cute mom you know what you you'll still look young and 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 you're always cute so they can still (laughs) say that about you anyway it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I had my son when I was 26 or 25 so I was a young mom. You're like the young, cute mom age. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Did you have a lot of friends that were like having babies nobody, at the same time? Nobody was having, they're all having babies now 20 years later. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, wow, what's wrong with me? Here's my 20 year old that can babysit for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm like, but I had him at 25. God. No, but that's what normal people have children. No, at. no. That's what people from Texas do. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Texas and you just, and you're all, you're from Jersey. Yes. So you, we have this mentality. There's a, there's a cultural kind of thing here from mm-hmm. Jersey and Texas. It's kind of the same thing. We breed and we make dinners and we are oh, there yeah. for our men and we are the support system. 100%. And my my thing growing up was of course I'm going to have I'm going to have like 
at least 10 kids. Like, that's what I'm going to do, of course. And that was my thing. I have one. You have one. I have one. And he's amazing. He, guys, I met him and was like, can every man be modeled after Krista's son? He's so great, he's isn't he? He's such a gentleman and so mature and has kind eyes. And he's funny. I wanted to hang out with him, not in like a creepy Everybody way. Everybody does. No. It's, he's, such a, he's such a cool guy. I feel like he's definitely more mature than I am or any of my friends He are. is more mature than most of my friends that are in their 40s. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? Like, he's he's, he's How awesome. did you do that? How did you make him be that way? I beat him. I beat him every day. <laughs> and that's, you know, he's something. scared of you. It's a little controversial, but, you know, it's a good tactic. It works. No, it's I'm fine. kidding. No. Everything's fine. No, you know what I did? You know, you know, my thing, being a single mom is single mom the whole time. And honestly, you know what? Because he had me and I'm very, I, I talk a lot about how I feel, what's going on. I'm not trying to, you know what? I was definitely more of a smother than a mother because I have a lot of codependency issues that, that come up. And especially with my son, there's like, there's like that thing where I needed to, I, but I, but I knew that. And so I needed to let him be an individual. So when he was younger, mm -hmm. so when he was like, you know, at that age where kids act up or whatever, I would give him choices instead of telling him what to do, I would give him choices and there'd be consequences attached to those choices. Ooh, I like that. And I would say, it's your choice. What do you want to do? That we'd be driving to Disneyland. He'd be acting up or he'd be, he'd be upset or something. And I go, okay, totally cool. You can scream your eyes out because you wanted to stop at Wendy's and get a shake or or and we can go home um and no shake or you can stop crying and we're gonna have a great day at Disneyland your choice up to you buddy it's totally up to you but the hard part was the follow-through so if he kept going it was me going we are 15 minutes away from Disneyland god damn it you know <laughs> like and turn the car around if that's what it is but that those things happened once or twice and then he went oh, there's actually consequences attached to my actions. And if I do this, huh, maybe there's something to it. Yeah. I'm not going to make him wrong about it because he's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But there's, I think I was a lot tougher in that aspect in terms of just how to be, just how to be without putting a judgment or a shame or a blame or a guilt on him. Oh, so, I think it's so hard as a parent to yeah, walk that fine line. It is a fine line. Uh, you know what? I was just watching, I think it was Kevin Durant's mom on, um, I think it was uh, the Today Show. And she grew up a single mom. She had two sons. And she said, the reason why my kids turned out so well is because I did smother them. <laughs> and yeah. I always knew what they were doing, who they were hanging out with. And yeah. I just, that's how she yeah. raised these like professional athletes yeah. who always were in line. Yeah. No, that actually, look at this. This is very oh, on brand. She's pulling out her nose. I know. This is very on brand with our next Just Enough oh um, topic. I love how this is flowing the way that it is. <laughs> I know. It's just so organic. Um, like the kale salad we're getting delivered. Getting um, delivered. Guys, next up, Russell Westbrook. He was just named MVP for the NBA. She's looking at me like <laughs> I'm speaking <laughs> Japanese. Um, <laughs> he was just oh, named. Russell Westbrook. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. he was just named MVP for the 2016-2017 season. He plays for the Oklahoma Thunder. But the cool thing about him, he wears these T-shirts that say, why not? And he has this special foundation, and it's to inspire the lives of children and empower them to ask, why not? and teach them to never give up because he 
said him and his brothers were always like, why can't we do that? And so his right. big goal and motivation is to just have kids always asking why not and to keep going and never like mm -hmm. take no for an answer. Right. And I love I that. I think that's really great. Yeah. All I could think about when you were saying why not is, is there an actual not that is called a why not? Because I think that that would be a great exercise to tie a why not a why not like an actual why not yeah That's, is there such oh, thing as like a why that. not like literally a not that looks like a why yeah or you know how there's different not names no what what's a not name I don't know about this there's not names what's that I don't know like a like a loop knot a hook knot I don't know these are not real names but you know <laughs> That there are names of not. Guys, Google not names. I've never seen this before. You haven't? I have never seen this. So, you know, like in Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, nots. Oh, like, a, like a, well, I know there's lover's knots. Those are really good cookies. Lover's? Oh, no, that's not the. <laughs> that's not the knot. There's scouting knots, fishing knot, rope hitches. Look at there's you. There's all kinds of things like that. You're so rustic and I like know. outdoorsy right now. I know. I know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. I mean, you are wearing overalls and Converse. I respect that I'm a lot. I'm wearing Converse with Wonder Woman on them. That's so, so on brand for the Wonder Woman franchise right now. for a while. So you, I was like there before it was cool. Is it so. Gal Gadot? Is that how you say her name? The yeah, that's Wonder it. Wonder Woman. That's it. She's a mom. Yeah. You know, I respect that. Course. I think that's all. Awesome. I still haven't seen it. I guys, I can't give commentary on. The I movie saw yet. it last night. Okay. Oh my god, it was amazing. A whole group of women went to go see it. It was the oh. last time it was being uh, the last screening at IPIC, and we all went. I think there were thirty of us, and what? we all went last night. I have a picture. I'm going to post it later. Krista Allen XO on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to post it later. And there were so many wonderful people there. I love that a whole group of women, I can't even talk, women went. Yeah. Have some more wine. I know I should. Guys, I'm not even like a glass in. This is, this is going to be fun. I've gone more than you. Oh, that's fine. Here. No, well, I your speech is better. Little. I'm going to give you more because I'm an angel. Because you are. And yes. You and are an angel. My, my Italian housewife mother taught me well. Um, this is what you do. So Jackie just had a birthday, you guys, and I sang her a happy birthday message. It was the most epic message. Um, if Krista gives me permission, I have no problem posting that for you guys to see. Oh, my it God. It was so good. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It was but. literally like having like a Wonder Woman with like a Marilyn Monroe voice who could also tell jokes like Joan Rivers, sing me happy birthday. Oh, my God. That is my bio. <laughs> You're welcome. I just rewrote you just your bio kind on your of website. Rewrote my bio. I, I really, really did. Um, yeah, that was. Thank you so much. That was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and one more thing. Someone actually just told me this. I think this happened maybe a month ago, but I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, the Lakers just hired Kim Kardashian's like trainer to be like her their own trainer, which I Do think they is want, like, hysterical. What is it? They already have like good butts right they already have everything I guess they just want it's Gunnar Peterson which I respect I oh right right workouts. right have you ever done a Gunnar Peterson workout I've actually hired him like years ago and like before he was like you know the big to do at the time he was like oh yeah he's great and I think he was great I'm the worst workouter ever how is that possible you're so hot you're the sweetest thing. I don't. I don't like working out. I like doing classes. Okay. Oh, I want to come to your class, Plyo Jam. Uh, yes, I want to come. Like I'm good at classes, but I'm terrible at weights and like what are they burpees or something like that? Like whatever. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like I don't even really. Well, actually, I you. like to burp. You like you? Do you have a good burp? I can't burp on cue. You know Can what? You? I 
I can't. No, I can't do it on cue. I have to like drink something carbonated. Oh, like a beer burp would be. Are you a beer girl? I do like beer, but I don't drink it because it's so fattening. Really? It's that bad? Yeah. I like Guinness. You I think we've talked about this. Yes. I love I love a good beer. Mm-hmm. I'll have like one. You know what? I don't think beer is any more fattening than wine now that I think about it. No, I think it's the same. It's the same. But red wine, I feel like, is better for you than beer. But not a whole bottle. No. <laughs> I mean. That's where uh, I fall short. Depends on who you talk to. It really does, right? doesn't it? If you're sitting on the couch and no one's there to see the two bottles of red wine, like, did they really go down? Right. I don't I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know. So, yeah, the Kardashians, Turner, I get it. Gunnar Peterson, like, working with the, the Lakers, I feel like he's an institution in L.A. Like, that makes sense. So right, and the Kardashians have been with a few Lakers in their day, He's so it's fine. Stoked. Yeah, it's cool. Chloe Kardashian just had a surprise birthday party thrown for her from her boyfriend Tristan. I have no idea about the Kardashians. I don't keep up with them. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you're totally fine not keeping up with them. Everyone else is it's, doing it for you. Really, it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't love the drama and think that they're all actually. Look, I think they're all kind of amazing women. You know, they're strong and they're beautiful and they are going for what they want. They get a lot of shit for being super successful. And also there's that other side where they've done a lot of shit that's very, um, I don't know, what, what do you call it? Attention whorey? Yeah. Right? Oh, that's a good attention whorey. So, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, is that authentic? Is it not? Whatever. But at the end of the day, look what they're doing. And they're set for life. And I think there's a business. So they're... You know what I think? I think what I want to believe, because I'm an optimist, I believe that if I sat down with any one of them, I would fall in love with them. Because at the end of the day, they are a brand for themselves out there. And what you see is probably what they're putting out there. But it's not at the core. You that's, don't see everything on that's television. That's how I feel about Instagram. When yeah. people are like, you're killing it. Your life looks so happy. Or like Facebook. And I'm like, I'm not going to post parking tickets and like me yeah. not getting like a part on something. I just started my period. You're yeah. not going to know about it. <laughs> like the Kardashians are putting the good shit out there. But they also do just because it's reality. Sometimes the bad shit is there also. Well, you got to have drama. Yeah, you got to have drama. It's not fun without the drama. The reality is not reality. As everybody out there knows, especially... All your smart meatballs. Like it's not it's not as much reality TV as it is produced. I wanna tell the meatballs why you know this. Tell the meatballs. So Krista, can we tell the name of the show coming out on Lifetime? I look, this is what's gonna be super embarrassing because I think it's called Growing Up Supermodel. I'm not sure. Okay. Because I can't remember. Yeah. Because I don't know. I think I just, I think I'm blocking the name because I don't like it. You don't like the whole show or the name? Oh, just the name. Just the name. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Tell so us about I just did a reality did. show. I, I just finished a reality show and, you know, it's like, I, I did this thing. So they called me, I have, uh, they called me because they wanted to find kids with parents that were in the industry. But not just the industry, like acting, totally cool. That makes sense. They wanted to find kids that were in the industry with model mothers. Here's the deal. I've only done shameless self-promotion. There's never been any like, yeah, you're going to pay me money to walk a runway. There's never been anything like that. But they love the dynamic between me and Jake. So I was like, okay, cool. Which made it really easy because... You know, here's the deal. Like, I've, I've been an actress. I've been an actress for, like, over 20 years. I've 
done a lot of stuff. I've done so many things and still nobody really knows who I am, but that's okay. Like it's, it, there's You're a working actress and that's, that's any, I think actor's goal. That's what it should be to just be working. Well, if, well, yeah. I mean, when that's your thing, just like if you're a lawyer, you want to be a working yeah. lawyer. <laughs> like everybody wants to be working. That's it like, the goal shouldn't be to be famous is what we're saying. It should be to do be doing doing work yeah I mean I love what I do right yeah but there's like that whole thing so it's like I, I don't know it's 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 funny like you have to like for me I was like oh god what does this mean like is this is this the right move for me like let me do a checklist in my head of where I am right now and if I'm doing good I'm like okay I'm on the I'm on the wrong side of 40 okay that's that's not good um I haven't had an audition in three months okay that's not good and I'm on a reality show. Yeah, things things aren't going as well as I planned. I'm kidding. No, but I'm, I'm you, not. She's being modest. She just told me she has two movies she's about to go shoot. You are working. Yes. You but have at the a, time when I did the show, that's what I'm just talking like, about. I was is, like, is this what's happened to me? Is this what it's is this what it's come down to? I'm jumping the shark. I'm yeah, <laughs> jumping the shark. Jumping shark. Jumping shark. You is can that jump it? the ship or jump shark. Jump shark. Okay. Yeah. See? Do you like how I correct her on all that? Thank you. Yeah, no, it's but fine. No, it's fun. Um, yeah. I, so you are you done filming? Mm-hmm. Did you have like any like really embarrassing moments that happened during filming? Um, so many. There's not like seriously. Like here, here's the thing on this show. Like they, you know, here's the thing on reality TV. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but have you ever noticed that people love drinking on reality TV? Like everybody's out and partying. Like mm-hmm. they love you to drink. What are you talking about? When we shoot Vanderpump Rules, everyone's sober. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it makes, it's like, it's kind of like after you're done. It's funny. I think I had a little PTSD after the show wrapped about being on the show and drinking. And I found myself like one night I was just sitting at home alone by myself drinking. Totally normal. And I'd love to go wine tasting on my couch. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. And I just screamed out of nowhere. Bridget, you bitch. Everyone knows you have hair extensions. (laughs) I was like, what? No, I'm kidding. Mm. I didn't really do that. But it did make me think I might have an issue. I was like, what? There's like a little PTSD going on because there's so much drama there's so they they there's drama that they wanted they they want to put drama out there but they it is reality but it's it's heightened and so you have to talk about your feelings a lot in multiple takes and oh, then they yeah. can use what that is do your dear listeners know about reality reality I think and stuff? yeah I think they Am know I a lot spoiling stuff I, I think they'd be happy with hearing some spoiler alerts like no not we, spoil, like like what reality just TV what it is. actually is I think I think everyone is aware now I think reality tv has been out there for like 15 years at this point so I think it's all heightened you know reality. That each person is a character, and then you go, "Oh shit, did I get that character?" I mean, I'm really good friends with a lot of people, certain cast members that are on. Are they the same on the show? There, it's it's a heightened. I mean, a lot of the drama is real, but yeah. they're all like sweethearts in real life. And granted, yeah, some of it is put on for the show, but like, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched Vanderpump Rules? saw your friends on there and went, oh my God, she would never say that. She would never do that. No, or are you like, no, no, it's very authentic. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, but they're nicer and they actually have feelings and it is very hard and taxing. Like this weekend we were filming Stassi's birthday party and it's, 
it's just a, it becomes a long night when you're like did you experience that when you were filming stuff like if you had to film certain like birthdays or like events where it should just be a fun party but it's not like it's just a lot you know well yeah because you're waiting for them to get to you and then they get their stories and they go okay all right so listen Jackie's really upset over there she was just talking about how it's really crazy how you eat your salad with your mouth open. Now, <laughs> what we want you to be like, you, you might want to talk about that. How do you feel about that? Tell Jackie, go. Yeah. And rolling. And you're like, wait, uh, I, uh, I always, sorry, I smack. I don't yeah, know. Sorry. Like, or whatever oh, it is. That bothered you. But there's like a whole thing where you're like, oh my God, this is like, the, like you understand. I had, I had to do a, a huge learning curve on the show and just understand that what they have to have, they have to have drama in order to make the show exciting and so it could be it could be a little forced mm -hmm. or it could really be real but I think I'm so confused because I'm such a sensitive soul that I I have a hard time understanding what's real and what's not and I found myself very often on the show going wait 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 cameras rolling by the way going wait wait is this is this real or is this show like I would say that on the which show, which sure the producers loved, which th they were like, but they were like at one point that you know they were like they were like hold on a second, wait a second, you know like what, what so do you what do you do when you take things personally? Like would you have to stifle like being upset and being hurt or no? You just let it all out on camera. Yeah, I did. I would ask the questions on camera and I go, okay, so Jeremiah said this and he said. Or, or, you know, so-and-so, like, the girl would say, well, the producers told me this. And I'd go, Ugh. really? And so on camera, I would go, okay, so hold on. The producer said this. That didn't happen. So where are you – are you really mad at me? And so I wonder how that's going to come into play in terms of my character because I think I'm just going to be the dumbass. Like, seriously, like, I'm just like, Durr. You'll probably be the redeeming one that everyone's rooting for, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I feel so stupid. At the very end, I got so upset because things were, I had friends, you know, my, my friends on the show, and then I would hear things about me, and then I go, wait, I don't understand what's happening. Is this real or is it fake? Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, then the alcohol would come in, and then and the next thing you know, you know, it's like, and then... I'm drunk. And then, and then I'm like, truth hold on a second. I don't understand what you're talking about because you were my friend. Wait, so you, I did a little research and I watched some episodes. You were also on a show called Unscripted. Unscripted. Yes. Awesome. I yeah. think honestly, like after watching that, anyone that wants to move to LA needs to watch this series. You could find certain parts on YouTube. There's DVDs of it out there. I'm sure you could find it on Amazon. It's very strange. It's hard to find it, but there are like Amazon DVDs, uh, you know, on Amazon, Amazon DVDs, uh, DVDs on Amazon, <laughs> on Amazon that you can get or whatever, but it's such a great show. And yeah, it's true. After seeing episodes of that, I, cause I've seen so many like, you know, depictions of what moving to LA is like before. And this was probably the most realistic series I've ever seen. Well, and it, it only lasted for 10 episodes. It was on HBO and it only lasted for 10 episodes. But the reason why is it was such a hybrid because it wasn't reality, but it was reality, but it wasn't at all. It was completely improv within the story of creating it, um, 
we kind of knew where we were going in each scene. Okay. Just like Curb Your Enthusiasm. So think of that in terms of where it was. Like we knew what the point of the scene was, but it was not a reality show. So but I played myself. Yeah, you played yourself on it. So. But I played my name. But I would take stories. So every Monday we would get into the we would get into a room and everybody would go around the table and talk about their experiences in LA. Mm. So maybe I would go, oh my God, this one time I was at the airport and the guy asked, where are you going? I go, I'm going to shoot a pilot. And I got pulled back into the room because they, I said, I'm going to shoot a pilot. And, and I literally got detained and I was like, what? And I was like, I didn't, they're like, you cannot make jokes like this, ma'am. And I'm like, it wasn't wasn't a pilot television. I'm more, I'm an actress. Um, but we ended up using that, but it wasn't my story. It was someone else's. Oh, so and they so, gave some of the stories. Yeah. So we That's would, like being in a writer's room. That's it, what happened. It was totally a writer's room. So, but I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, it was all, it was the main people making the, the shows, but they would make stories based on that. But it was awesome and it was so much fun. But so many of you became so successful after that show, which is crazy. Yeah. Not crazy. Like, obviously you're all talented and hardworking and that's why you were on the show. Like you watch it and you never have any doubt that none of you are going to make it. But it's just really cool to see, like, everything you went through, if that makes sense. Were you all so, no? (laughs) It wasn't cool to see that? No, no, no. I'm shaking my head. Because you mean everything my character went through. Your character went through. I just wanted, that that was what people were so confused with. Because I played Krista Allen. It was confusing because you played yourself, but it wasn't you. it wasn't real. Okay. I, like the whole thing was was a production so but wow. and it was out there as a production so it wasn't like I'm, I'm saying a secret that I shouldn't be telling yeah. you know and it, it was, was also awesome. like 10 years ago but yeah. I have to say like I after watching it I absolutely loved it so if anyone is thinking of moving to LA like even though it's oh I think it's over it's 10 years old now maybe probably, probably. Yeah. it still is very accurate to what it's like to have to work out here my son my real son is on the show and I think he might be like you know what it's over 10 years old really? because my son was not 10 when he did this he wow. was probably like six that's how old it is my son is gonna be 20 in July I just remember there was one scene where one of the girls, I think she actually used a payphone because I don't even know if everyone had cell phones and she's calling her parents like crying, asking for money on it. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, because we've all kind of been there. Well, I think I think that the log line was, you know, uh, Los Angeles from the bottom up. And that was like kind of where we all were. Is that where started from the bottom? Now we're here came from. I'm pretty sure they stole it. They ripped it right off. I think Drake stole that from your series. You know what? (laughs) He's going to have to pay them. Drake. Well, you started in Texas. Let's get into what your jersey is. I didn't. I would. Yeah, I was in Texas. I'm from Texas. You're from Texas. Uh-huh. Okay. How did you end up in LA? Coming from Texas. <laughs> you drove. Do you still have Texas license plates? I do have my one Texas license plate oh, from my car. Really? Yes, I do. I really do. I really do. I yep. Love that. I have it. It's in my house. It's on the wall. That's is, amazing. Yeah, I do have it. It is my. Yeah. So you didn't hate Texas? No. No. Of course okay. Not. No, I didn't hate Texas. What were you like in Texas? Were you the same way you are now? The same but younger. Yeah. Same but younger. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think, no, you know what? The Like, honestly, I probably was, I mean, I don't think I was as confident. I don't think I had as much, um, I don't think I was 
I don't think I was as in my body as I am now, but that comes with age and that's what happens. Like you start to know who you are. And I think it was a very insecure, very malleable young lady. And there was like, I was just like, oh God, like full of hope and full of dreams and, and just ready to do whatever. And I think the, the, the big thing was I, I, when I was in Texas, the only reason I left is because I think it was, I was like 24 mm-hmm. or something like that. And I walked in on my fiance fucking my best friend of 12 years or whatever long it was. That's so cliche. Fuck that. Right. But wait, no, it was great because I was like, I, I had come home and I, I'd come home from, I was, I was wanting to be a teacher perfect be a teacher have a bunch of kids perfect wife material and I was like I was like I'm gonna be a kindergarten teacher because I loved kids and I still do but I was like that's what I'm gonna do but I got off work early so I was like yay so I'm gonna bring and I knew he was home for lunch so I was like I'll go get food and I walked in and I saw my best friend's car outside I was like oh shit I didn't bring enough food and then I thought and then I walked in and I saw a pair of pants I saw a bra I saw a purse I saw a shirt are you and as I as I followed the trail into back in the room I walked in on my best friend straddling my fiance and I was like had the bag of food of takeout in my hands and I looked at them and she looked at me and he looked at me and they both popped up and I go I guess you guys have worked up an appetite I'm just gonna leave this right here and I put the bag of food down I took off my engagement ring I put it next to the bag I got in my car and I bawled my eyes off, and within eight hours, I was driving to Los Angeles. I Thank don't know God what happened. happened. You know what? Yeah, and that's what. And I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do, but I'm just gonna drive. I was from. I was born in Ventura, California. I was like, I'm just gonna go. I, and then I moved when I was like really young, like okay. maybe six weeks old. And I, my mom just kind of had me in te- in California. And I was like, so I'm was go your back. mom in Texas, or was she back in California at that? No, point? No, no, no. My everybody's from Texas. Everyone's they were just Texas. like in California. My mom was, I think my my dad was having an affair. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and my mom was like found out and she was like nine months pregnant. So she went to find out what was going on. And then she found, oh, do you see how this is, this goes together? She found my dad with the woman and then her water broke. And so I was born in Ventura. <laughs> your takeout bag broke and your mom's Holy water cow, broke. It all comes back together. <laughs> it really does. Oh my God. Wow. I just feel like I was healed. <laughs> No. <laughs> We're healers on what's your oh jersey. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was that. Well, you at least broke the cycle and I broke the made cycle. your life better and yeah. moved back to California. I did. I've never So did you just it. leave all your stuff behind? Mm. I didn't have that much, but yeah. Yeah. It doesn't I had my sound cowboy like cowboy boots. I had cowboy boots, jeans, my dog, and uh a red Honda Civic. Look at you. Yeah. Every bad bitch has a Honda or a Jetta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you, when you were younger, a like natural born performer? Like, were you, I picture pageant queens when I picture Texas. Yeah. No, not at all. No. Um, what I were you? I was pretty insecure. I was pretty shy. Um, I was, I was, I was just very shy, very quiet, um, very rebellious, but very shy. So no, I would never want to get up on stage or do anything that wasn't, I was so self-conscious and so not in my body and just so like, ah. 
So, so yeah. you drove to LA to be a teacher? No, I drove to LA. <laughs> this is where my self-confidence was, you guys. I don't know if anybody's ever felt like that out there, but um, I was so confident with myself that my biggest dream to get back at my fiance for sleeping with my best friend was to get into Playboy. And that's what I wanted to do because I felt so good about myself. That was my life. I mean, isn't that, that was, my, that was my life dream. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him. I'm going to be a playmate of the month and he's going to regret what he did. <laughs> do I sound super smart right now or what? No, you sound smart reflecting on it. Yeah, no, but it's really funny because I think that's why I drove out. I, but it wasn't like I'm going to, it wasn't a revenge thing. It was like, maybe that's because in Texas and maybe much like Jersey, mm-hmm. Playboy in the That's early it. 90s. Jenny McCarthy on the cover of Playboy. That was gold. But do you even know, like Jenny McCarthy, I remember looking at Jenny McCarthy while I was pooping on the toilet. <laughs> You're like, I'm not wearing candies and I, I don't have makeup like, on right now. What's going on? But my there was all, like stacks of Playboys. like, mm-hmm. And it was like a normal thing. But totally. it was so hard for a young girl going, oh my God, these girls are perfect. Do you know one of the first people I met when I came to Los Angeles was Jenny McCarthy and we became friends. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I and loved I was like, her when I was little. And I remember I was like, and this was before she blew up and got big. She was just the playmate of the year. But I, I met her through other friends. By the way, Playboy never wanted me and they never wanted to do anything with me. I think I met with somebody. Insane. No, but at the time I was so insecure. No, I had no game. I wasn't like, I wasn't like Jenny or anybody else. I had no confidence. I had on cowboy boots, no makeup. And I was like, I want to be in Playboy. But no, they were like, yeah, maybe like go um, do some drugs and come back. Oh, yeah. Got scoop right there. Go, you're right. It's funny though, because I feel like that's the equivalent of now when you break up with a guy, like, and when you're single, I see a lot more hot selfies from single girls and like hot pictures posted on Instagram than girls that are like in secure, happy relationships or like than girls that are trying to get back at someone. Like when you're trying to get back at someone, you show how hot you are. You show how much fun you're having with your friends, even though that's probably not what's happening. Isn't that so creepy though that that's what's out there? One of the things that I hate so much and uh, you know, who knows what would have happened if Instagram and Facebook and Twitter had been around when I was driving out to Los Angeles, like way back in 95 or something, whatever it was. But it's so funny because when I look at these pictures of these girls that post on Instagram and they have like a really super sexy, like they're gorgeous, but there's like all you see is selfie pictures and you go, what's wrong with you? What is going on? But the quote is, believe in yourself. Or there's like some like spiritual thing and it's like, "Mm, okay, what is that? What do you think that is? Like, th- is that just like a need for validation? Like going, please, please, please like see me and tell me I'm hot. I think it's a need for validation. I think it's a need for money. I think they want to just not work and have sponsors. <laughs> but it's like, it's like this, like, it's like this beautiful hot girl that looks really sexy with like a super beautiful spiritual coat, quote. And then it's hashtag titties, hashtag bathing suit, hashtag, no, I'm kidding. It's not that. Or I hate it even more when they try to make a joke and it's not a good joke and it's a hot picture and it's like, just be fucking honest and be like, I'm posting a hot picture. That should be the quote under it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like feeling insecure. Exactly. Please like this and share with you. I would, I would respect that a lot more. Let's do one later. Yeah. I think, I think we're going (laughs) to have to guys because Haley Hansen did my makeup and Krista just showed up looking hot. So she's lying. It's 
it's all happening. Your salad, though. I'm feeling really weird. I'm almost done with mine, and you still have all of yours. <laughs> it's all good. I've been drinking my wine. But that's, here's the thing. That's all of your meatballs me. have to listen to me smacking in the mic. Have I, have I, I did a decent job, like, moving oh. the mic over <laughs> when I'm chewing? You have. I haven't heard any chewing. I feel really bad. Normally, when you come do the show, you get meatballs. But we were at that taping, so you didn't get meatballs. And oh, I woke up early. It was, like, all these things. Well. It's fine um who did you look up to when you were younger like was there anyone besides jenny mccarthy that you wanted to be like (laughs) you're like i was friends with her i was just obsessed (laughs) there's a difference it's a very different i was like i want to be her i want that body i want that face i want to be jenny yeah she just to this day she's awesome and amazing and she's funny and brilliant and i love jenny mccarthy to this day jenny mccarthy do my podcast Woohoo! jenny mccarthy do her podcast Thank you. Um, such a smart, great woman. Yeah. Um, is there anybody I looked up to? Eh. Or I that don't you, know. Or any like actor or actress that like I wasn't didn't want to be an actor. Wasn't looking at that. Didn't have the self confidence to do that. So I how think the this fuck is a bad did this question. happen? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I just fell into it. I just literally fell into it when I moved here, and it wasn't. I I couldn't do. I I, I remember I, I first moved when I got into Los Angeles, I was here for a couple of, I was here for just maybe a couple of weeks and I was staying at a, a travel lodge. I didn't have a cell phone because cell phones weren't really a thing then, at least for me. And I didn't have a lot of money, but I was like, I don't know. So I was staying at this travel lodge for like 30 bucks a night or whatever it was. And I went to go get my haircut because I thought I need a haircut. I want a Los Angeles haircut. So I thought I was in Beverly Hills, but I was actually at the Westside Pavilion, which is not Beverly Hills, by the way, it is like not at all. They might have filmed Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Maybe there. like because Maybe. nobody's in the mall, so no they don't there. even have to shut it down. They don't even but need a permit. I just thought L.A. was Beverly Hills. Like that's I, I moved to Manhattan Beach when I li- moved right? here because I was like, that's Los Angeles. I was like, whatever, because yeah, <laughs> we learned exactly. Quick. And I was like, I didn't know, but I walked in and I found this. There, I, wa- I was walking through this mall, and but malls in Texas were big deal. So I was like, Jersey I'm malls? in a mall. Love malls. You go to a mall to get your hair cut. Yeah. That's what you do. I miss my so mom. I, I like, go to the fucking mall. You go to the mall. Mm-hmm. So I went to a mall and I was like, okay. And I found this place called Alter Ego. And I walked in and there was this lady named Denise. And she she was from Texas. And she was like, hey, girl, what's up, girl? How are you? And I was like, oh, my God. So she goes, she starts cutting my hair. What are you doing here? And I go, I don't know. And she goes, are you going to be an actress? And I go, no. And I was like, maybe this. She goes, you know what? You should meet this guy. I've known him forever. He's awesome. He represents all kinds of soap opera actresses. And I was like, oh, great. That would be fun. Maybe I could never do it, but okay. We, I ended up having a meeting with this guy. Now, here's the deal. He says, go home. What are you doing? Like, you don't even have acting experience. Come back in six weeks. I go, six weeks. I'm here for two weeks. I'm just like taking a break. I just caught my fiance screwing my best friend. He goes, I don't know. The next day, he call. I tell him at the travel lodge. He calls my room and he goes, hey, he talked like this and he was like listen here's the deal you got an audition and I was like an audition and he's like yeah and I'm like what's an audition and he goes all right you need to go pick up your sides as CBS it's great it's a recurring role on the bold and the beautiful and I was like what the hell are you talking about are you kidding me I've grown up watching the bold and beautiful Ridge and Brooke and all these people are you kidding me I was like holy crap I was like this is the most amazing thing ever so I was like okay 
So it's like, just go pick them up. Now, unbeknownst to me, CBS, where I was supposed to go, was maybe five minutes away from the travel lodge that I was staying. But I look up and I ask somebody, where's CBS? They gave me CBS Radford, which is in Studio City. So I'm driving all over the place. I end up finally finding it. I'm an hour late to this audition. I drive up. What are sides? By the way, sides, everybody, are little pieces of paper that are out of the script that only say what you're supposed to do, your, like, uh, what your dialogue is. I walk in and they give me this. They give me my sides, and there's all these beautiful women in the room. Of course. They call my name. I freeze. I go, no, it's okay. Everybody can go before me. It's okay. And I see people with highlighters, and they're highlighting, so I ask for a highlighter, and I'm highlighting. And I'm just looking at this going, what the hell? I go in. I read. I do my thing. I leave. Now, I don't have a cell phone, so I go across the street to Beverly and Fairfax, right across the street from Cantor's Deli. And I pick up the phone, I call this manager, and I say, I just finished my first audition. Oh, my God, it was, I'm, I'm still shaking. I can't believe I did it. And he goes, well, how do you think you did? And I go, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know. It was like, I was really nervous. I don't know. And he was like, well, you got the job, kid. <gasps> and I, the phone, if you could imagine it, it's going back and forth <sighs> on the thing. And I'm jumping up and down on the side of Beverly and Fa- Fairfax going, I'm an actress. And everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, but it's Hollywood, so nobody cares. And I go back to the phone, and he was like, you start tomorrow. And I was like, oh, my God. And that was my first job. You booked your first audition? Yeah. (laughs) And then I got fired four weeks later because I kept looking directly into the camera. (laughs) So so anyway, that's my – that was like the first – and I was like – but it was like this weird thing. I was like – I don't know, but that, that was like, that was, that's how it all started for me. I love stories like that. Yeah, that was it. That's such a great, you just fell into it. But I got fired because I kept looking directly into the camera. Did they warn you? Were they like, stop doing this and you kept doing it? No, I didn't know what I was doing. First of all, I was so nervous because I was doing scenes with Ridge and Brooke. I don't know how and you I was even like, did that. Hell? I didn't know what a mark was. I didn't know what anything was. And the red light would go on and it's multi-camera. It's a soap opera. And just so you guys know, in soap operas, there is a booth that's above the stage. So the producers will come in and they'll be, you know, if there's a note or something like that, they'll be like, all right, move to the left. Thank you. Whatever. You know, like, okay. But they were doing that so much only on my stuff because all I heard was, uh, Krista, could you speak up, please? And I would think, <laughs> oh my God, because I was talking like this the entire time. Like a little baby stripper. Into the thing and I did not know. Like it was, and they were like, oh my God, I tried. I really did, but I had no idea what I was doing, and I was just, there was lights and cameras, and I was like, what the hell? So, that was my first experience. You couldn't have sucked that much, because you were on over 40 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Well, then <laughs> I got better, and I and I decided to go out and uh, figure some other stuff out. You know what I mean? How did you get better? Did you take class? <laughs> no, I've never taken a class. That's insane. Nope. You just got it. Yeah. Um, how did you book Liar Liar then? Um, Liar Liar was amazing. So I'd worked a bunch. Um, yeah. Okay. So Liar Liar, you guys, Liar Liar is with Jim Carrey. I am the girl in the elevator who's supposed to have really big boobs, right? So, you know, my boobs are pretty big. You got great boobs. Thanks. And uh, <laughs> so I had done like a bunch of different like things like the stupid shows like High Tide and Silk Stockings. They this is, like all, No, I hadn't done that yet. You hadn't done that? Oh, Did that no. come after? That was after Days of Our Lives. Wow. Liar Liar was one of the other first jobs that I got, right? 
So I was like, oh my God, what do I do? But I had done a couple of other things in between. I was just building up my acting chops, right? So, and I had done this other movie that definitely released, it was awful. Anyway, so I did a bunch of different things. And so anyway, so this audition came in for Liar Liar. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And there's a director, Tom Shadiak, and I go in and I read with them, and I do good. And all I have to say is, oh, you just moved in Monday. Oh, everybody's been real nice or whatever. It was whatever. It just was to be a cute girl. My And I, I get a call and they say, do you have a tape? Now, for any actor that's out there, you're supposed to have a tape as an actress to show your work so people can hire you based on other things that you've done. But I didn't have a tape, so I called my mom. And I said, mom, they want a tape of me and I don't know what to do. Now, my mom at the time had recorded every single thing I had ever done on TV, including like any, anything at all, like anything. So she goes, well, she was like, well, you need to figure this out. And she was like, who is this director? And I told her the name. What studio is it? Universal. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. You need to get it together. My mother sends Tom Shadiak a cut together VCR real so it's like a scene from silk stockings and then and then a scene from high tide and then like you know those sounds like the vcr make and so so he gets it and the thing on the the she writes him a note that says mr shadyac this is krista allen's mom I know that you called asking for a demo tape or whatever that is. She does not have one. And as an actress, I'm pretty sure that that's something she should have. You know, demo tapes for actors are very important. It's kind of like having underwear when you're in an accident. You never know when you're going to need it. You need to have clean underwear. So whatever that was. And uh, I got a call. I didn't know my mom did this. And then I ended up getting a call from the manager guy cracking up going, what have you done? Like you got yourself a job. And I was like, what? And it was my mom. So it's really funny. That's uh, that's mom goals right there. Yeah. That's where you get it from. Maybe. Yeah. God, all these things. No, <laughs> all these things. I feel like not that things fall into your lap, but yeah. it's just these good opportunities happen and you kind of step up to the plate or your mom does. Yeah. My mom did at that <laughs> point. Yep. That's so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Do you, we're, okay. So you're acting, you're doing your things in LA. We both know this. There's meatballs out there that don't live in LA that aren't actors, but dating is hard. Always. So hard. No where you are. So how did the dating stuff like come into play and like your son, you had your son out in LA. Yeah. 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 So like, how did you even navigate? Like, uh, how did that happen with everything else that was going on? I would just, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I stay in relationships way longer than I should. Oh God. That seems to be my, my jam. That's your your vibe. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I know this probably isn't probably the best thing for me and I'm not really getting what I need emotionally, but I probably deserve that. So I'm just going to stay until I can change them. And, That's funny because you, you know? left immediately when you walked in on your husband fucking someone else. Right. <laughs> like yes. you, you didn't stick around for that one. No, that isn't that so funny. Yeah. yeah no, that was, that, I think that was my best friend and my, I think I was more mortified than I was just, I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, it was awful. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you've dated, I'm guessing a few guys out here. What, yeah. do you have any advice as to like, 
what's the best way to sustain a relationship while you're actively trying Just to make work a work on your own shit and don't try to change anybody. You know what I've learned? Here's my thing. I'm like Miss Codependent. Like seriously, my street name should be Needy Gonzalez. Like I have <laughs> I have I have a lot of like I I'm definitely codependent. You know what I mean? At least you can recognize it. Yes. Well, I can recognize it and I've worked on it, but it is a eerie, icky little thing that that rears its ugly head often in my life because I go, oh my God, I'm going to take care of somebody else. I'm just going to take care of them. Then I feel fulfilled. You know what? There's like an expectation on that other side where you go, oh, but I'm doing this, but subconsciously, like you don't even, I don't even realize I'm doing it sometimes. I'm like, I'm just going to take care of you and then you'll love me. And really for every single person out there, please love yourself more than that because I've gotten so messed up in my own, in my own neuroses, in my own focusing on the minutia of some relationship bullshit that's going on taking it personal, thinking I did something wrong, trying to fix things that were never my shit to begin with. And I guess that's it. Like when you get to a place where you're tired and you're exhausted and you're talking way too much about the same thing in a circular thing and nobody's hearing each other, get out because it's not worth it. And you, it's like the focusing on, on yourself. Mm -hmm. I can't stress that enough. Like Focusing on yourself is so important because everything else falls into place after that. But if you focus on somebody else, you're just in for a world of hurt because generally those people can't really reciprocate unless they are reciprocating and you have a good communication. But you know what? If there's some, like, some guy and you're like, no, but he's doing this all the time. Get out! Or a girl that's like doing something and she's being a total awful to you all the time. Get out! It's like the definition of insanity, just repeating the same that's thing That's what they say, right? Again. I mean, so we're all insane. Someone but- just gave me a really good analogy about this. It, it half pertains to you. It more pertains to, I think, women that are always doing things for... Well, no, this goes with this. Um, (laughs) always doing stuff for other people, you know, because I think there needs to be a healthy balance in a relationship where you each do things for each other and you're there for each other, but there shouldn't be a codependency thing. It shouldn't be unbalanced. You just have to get honest with yourself. Exactly. So the analogy is you compare it to a kid that gets everything he wants, every toy he wants. He doesn't give a shit about any of those toys. You know, when he's constantly just being given things, Mm -hmm. him or her, like as a female, when she's constantly being given things, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's expected. Nothing special. Nothing's like more important than the other. And then you take a kid that every once in a while gets something nice because they've been putting nice energy out there and like doing good in their life. They appreciate it. You'd hope so. You'd hope both so. sides. <laughs> yes, but I, I understand that analogy. I do. Yeah. I get it. I do. And it's true. Like, because they, you would hope that they would. Mm-hmm. There's some kids that don't get anything and they're still freaking bitter and they want more. <laughs> so, you know, let's be really honest. Like, you know That's what I true. mean? And they're like, I didn't get that and I want more. <laughs> and do you, you know, what else can I have? So you have to, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to know, you have to just be honest with yourself. You have to be able to look at yourself and go, what? Because at the end of the day, you guys, like all of you out there, everybody, it's how much you believe in yourself. It's what do you think you deserve in life? What do you think you deserve? What are those like subconscious beliefs running your life? Those things that 
maybe you believe about yourself that you keep repeating the same patterns in your life that suck and they're not working for you. So you got to get honest with yourself. And that's the hardest thing to do is to look at yourself and be honest and go, holy shit, this is what I'm doing and not make it about the other person. Mm -hmm. It is never just about the other person. It's how much shit are you willing to eat and why? I like that. Oh, my God. And next week on Dr. Phil. I know. No, but I think relationship advice is very important for everyone is, out there. Right? right? Because isn't the goal to be happy and in love? And Oh, my God. The goal you know? in life. Life goal is happy and excited to live. No more. No more. She's trying to give me more wine. She's and being, good, again, a good Italian housewife. That's me. Yeah. Even though I'm not a housewife. Um, kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like sometimes it takes someone like shining the mirror to your face. Like I've had to have people point things out at me mm-hmm. before I come to that realization. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yes. Krista's been going through some shit lately, so she's been working on this. I've been working hard. You've been working hard. But how many years have I been working hard? So many. I'm like, you guys, if anybody saw my Amazon account and you saw the amount of self-help books that I had (laughs) in my in my in my in my what do you call it uh, cart yeah. whatever it is you'd be like what the hell is wrong with her do you have a favorite self-help book you can recommend to the meatballs yes it's called the seven habits of highly fucked up people no i'm kidding <laughs> no no there's like a list of them i don't know oh there is one guys oh my god this is an awesome one it's by jen sincero it's called you are a badass i have it on I audio I have it on audio and it's one of those things that I just like turn on sometimes. This woman is awesome. Jen Sincero. She is, she talks to you. She's not flowery or fluffy. She's funny and she's, her voice is like, you feel like you're with a girlfriend that knows her shit. That's what it feels like to oh, me. Oh, kind of and like sitting right here, right now? Yes. Just like <laughs> this. It's just like this, but better. <laughs> no, I love I that know. impression. By yeah. the way, I love. I bought that book, and my favorite thing to do at airports is to buy a book. Yeah. Before I go on my trip. Yeah. The last one I bought was um, Steve Martin's book about comedy. I forget the name of it, but I'm like oh, halfway yeah, that's through. That's a great one. That's a great yeah. one. But you're a badass. I bought that at an airport. You are a badass. That's a great. one. I think I finished that on like one 12 hour flight. Yeah, and you just start looking at, it and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, and it's like, especially when there's a self help book, self help. Thanks for the wine. It's all good. Self help book that makes you laugh mm-hmm. in between, like going those what Oprah calls the aha moments. You know what I mean? You have the aha moments and then you're laughing and then you're ahaing again and you're like, oh my God. And then I forget them. And then I go, oh my God, wait, what, what did that book say? Because I feel like I'm doing the exact thing this girl said don't do. <laughs> but it's, it's good. I always take it's notes. It's a work in progress. I recommend meatballs. If you're reading self-help books, take notes. That's put true. Put bookmarks in, in your phone. Notes in your phone. I have notes that I send friends. Like anytime a friend's going through a bad breakup or a like oh, got good. fired from a job or something like I always take notes on my phone of special like sentences or but quotes. you're really organized I you're, but you're really organized like <laughs> I don't feel that way but you are <laughs> like you you're really good at that and you know what somebody told me once too mm-hmm. for me I have so guys I'm very bad ADHD I have it very bad I'm supposed to take medication for it but I don't like it because it turns me into a robot and it's I tough as an actor and <laughs> I hate it even as a writer I'm a comic writer now and I write for comedians and I write for shows and I do these things and it's been really really hard 
And because you need to have feelings. I have to. Well, because <laughs> if I'm just, yeah, it's really hard for me. But what somebody told me once was don't read three chapters or the whole book at a time, especially if it's a self-help book, read a chapter, absorb it and read that shit again. Mm -hmm. That same chapter, you may go, I've already seen it. But if there's anybody out there that has like, you know, you can't really absorb because ADHD makes it very, and I'm also dyslexic on top of being ADHD. So it's like, I like things are like weird, but I've taught myself to read and I like read in the way that my brain sees it. How does that it. work? Because you've worked on soap operas and you have to memorize so much copy like I every have single to day. write everything That's down. how I memorize. I write everything down. I have to write it three times Do you over. or you don't remember it? I wonder if you yeah. have like a slight form of dys dyslexia. I might have it. Maybe because that's what mine is. There's so many different kinds of dyslexia and mine is like things aren't reversed they're no. jumbled and things get smaller so maybe there's things that are double spaced I will see it as on top of each other that's my just my I don't know then you go maybe you just need glasses no I have glasses too <laughs> I have glasses and I never wear them which is a problem I'm like I'm exercising my eyes and yeah. everyone's like no you can't see a fucking thing yeah you're like, like I don't know bald, walk into the wall yeah, it's, bad. <laughs> it's so embarrassing when I like walk into a room with a ton of people like even today <laughs> when we were walking into the taping yeah. I was like Haley I'm not going to put my glasses on so can you tell me when you see Tommy oh my god that's funny I was it's like, over here oh my I'm god like, I don't want to wear my glasses thankfully he came up and tapped me on but the shoulder so cute with your glasses thanks girl no I I definitely I also have a photographic memory though which I think helps yeah. with sometimes like I don't have to write everything yeah. down because I can just like see it but I was actually I was filming something this weekend and it was paragraph on paragraph on paragraph of dialogue and the way we shot it was we went through like the entire thing and then all of a sudden they were like, okay, let's go back and shoot from other angles from the beginning. Now my brain had already forgotten all the yeah. shit I said in the beginning. Like we shoot it. I think we're done. We were Crossboarding. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I've moved on to the next like nope. paragraph. Nope. Yeah. And granted I hadn't eaten all day and was exhausted from being at the birthday party the night before but like it was midday and I had to like take a few minutes because my my brain was like you cannot do this to me right yeah. now and that's I don't I don't know what the right thing to do in that moment is you eat something you drink some water you take care of yourself yeah. and you take a minute and you don't stress out just like anything right like if you have a test the next day and you're like fuck I didn't study Jesus I was on the phone with my boyfriend all night fighting <laughs> and then you have a test and you're like oh my god what am I gonna do Jesus you just that's where the panic starts but here's the thing you guys don't you know like we all have the answers like we may not know the specific things but if you just chill out for a second and breathe mm -hmm. and go this isn't the end of the world hold on like you'll think of something something will come up you'll go oh god I do remember this from class or I do remember this from my lines and just taking a breath it's the panic that makes us freak that out like stifles everything and it makes you go up it's why sometimes in with my lines or whatever and it's even doing stand-up I just started doing so Krista my just own stand-up stand -up. and I I write for other comedians but I've never done it really for myself and so it's been a really hard transition for me 
because I had to get honest with me. But getting up on stage and going, oh, these are my jokes and realizing I'm freaking panicking because I didn't get a laugh or something happened and I go, (laughs) you know, like, oh my God. It is funny whenever you're doing stand up and like sometimes I get worried before I go on, like I'm not going to remember everything and you have to remember that you're the one that wrote all of it and it's in your bones. It's already there. And it's there. You you got it. Trust in the work. Yeah. Trust in the work and trust in the work that you've done. Like any, any, anything that you're doing. So when, so you've started writing for comics. Mm -hmm. Do you take in all the embarrassing or sad, heartbreaking things that have happened to you and turn them into jokes? I have to. Is that therapy for you or is that just your material? No, it's total therapy. Like it's like it, it is because you, you turn it around. It's like, wow, there's some really hard things going on, but there's comedy in all of it. And when I, I think that's what's gotten me by in life is being able to see the funny in situations even if it's not slapstick funny, it's the ironic funny. And without beating the shit out of myself too much, which I do all the time and I try (laughs) not to, but I try, but I look at it and I go, what is the funny takeaway in this? Because guess what? There is not a person in on this planet that is not going through one of the same things that you are going through. And we all share that. It's when we feel isolated and alone and we feel like nobody could ever understand that's when you write a joke for me. And I go, oh my God. And it kills on stage. And I realize everybody feels that way. I'm not alone. And that's why it's funny. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Say that again. Everybody feels that way. I'm not alone. That's why it's funny. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. I've learned because when you start doing comedy, sometimes it's observational. Yeah. Like it was a lot about what was happening with celebrities or in the media or like doing impressions of people. And I found that the hardest laughs I got were from really embarrassing moments. Really embarrassing moments where you're like, I will never tell another soul about this in my life. And then you're on stage in front of, uh, you know, 70 people going, and this is what happened one time. And they're like, oh my God, I love you. Just being that vulnerable to be able to do that. And it helps me connect better with other people because I think – one of my things is like, I was always like, I couldn't, I never felt like I fit in. I didn't know where I fit. Like I didn't know where I actually fit in. And there was, because there were so many secrets running in my brain about just embarrassing shit or things that I thought, or cause I'm so sensitive. And then once I started to write that down and make jokes about it, I went, Oh my God, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I kind of fit in. And everyone's having these things and ideas. And everybody feels this way. And people come up to me after shows and they go, Oh my God, the same thing happened, but worse. Or da 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 da. Favorite thing. And you're like, Really? What happened? They're like, You have no idea, girl. Same thing. And I'm like, Really? And they're like, Oh God, thank you for making me laugh about it. Tell me you talk about walking in on your ex fiance. I haven't gotten that far yet. I think you're ready. But no, it's not. I'm ready. I just, I literally, I just on Thursday <laughs> got up for really, truly the very first time with my own Yay, material and I'm did so like, thank you. you and like did and did it. And so I wrote current what was going on. I talk, I do, do some jokes about my reality show. I do some jokes about some of the things that have been happening in my current relationship. And that was it. But I have all these jokes. So, God, I hope you guys, like, like come and see me sometime when I'm out there well, doing stuff. Well, you post stuff. about your shows on your social yeah, media, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm everyone just, can come see you at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm excited. Just like, keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it because it's really fun. And honestly, it kind of is therapy. Mm-hmm. And if any of you guys out there like like writing and like comedy, like, I'm telling you, it has it has been better therapy for me than my actual therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great. It yeah. just is – I was – 
I was home recently and I was saying to my mom that I wasn't feeling funny. Like nothing was funny to me. Right. And it's not like nothing bad was happening in my life. I was just like, I'm having trouble laughing at things. Right. You know, and I think I was just so stressed out about stuff. And then that's when I started writing jokes about it because I acknowledged it. Yes. You know, and I, you have to laugh at the shitty things that happen in your life. That's yeah. the only way to get through. Yeah, it's so true. Well, you, 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 it's good, right? You laugh about it or you talk to a friend who you know knows you well enough to go blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. To and check go, yourself. Just to check yourself, be <laughs> you honest, check yourself. be accountable and be like, I've been an asshole. And they're like, I know. And you're like, I know. Wait, so recently there's, and I, we haven't talked about this yet on the podcast and I don't want to get too far into it because I know a lot of people have been just saying a lot of shit. The comedian Eliza Schlesinger wrote, she did an article for Deadline calling Basically saying that every female comedian out there now talks about their vaginas and that she's so progressive because she has like a World War II joke. She was calling herself the champion of comedy for women and basically just shitting on everyone else. Is that really what she meant? Did she come back and say that's not what she meant she or hasn't. was it interpreted she's defended that way? Every statement she's made. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like a ploy. Honestly, I, I don't know what that is. Maybe she really believes it. And honestly, that will be fodder for joke at some point. Yes. Because you go, okay, whatever. You do you, do you, Eliza. I think she's one of the most brilliant comedians out there prior to this hearing this information. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to send you the article. I mean, you have to. I didn't even know that this existed yeah. and I didn't know. Um, but, but you're such a girl's girl. I feel uh, like you're a yes. champion for women. Yes. Like, when I met you, you and were... I don't even have a World War II joke. <laughs> um, I think she's the only one, oh and I don't God. think it's very good. Anyway, um, whatever. I think she's funny in certain aspects. I just think. I think she's. I think she. I think you know what? When I yeah, I think she's. I think she's funny. But look, I think when anybody goes down that road, somebody else is feeding them information. Look at what Kathy Griffin did with the Trump thing. And you're like, dude, who told you that was okay? That's how I feel about Eliza. Same with Eliza. I'm like, what are you doing? Your show was just canceled. Stop it. Well, and so maybe there's something. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's a good Maybe drugs are involved. Maybe that's. I I don't fucking know. Maybe alcohol is involved. Something. Have you. Nothing is involved. Um, Actually, I want to know. Have you watched Glow yet on Netflix? One of my. My very good friends is a makeup artist on that show. It was on at her house the other day, but we were discussing other topics and I have not seen it. I'm so excited. I hear it is fucking amazing. Chris, you need to watch it. Meatballs, I've been watch so Glow on Netflix. busy, you guys. Like yeah. seriously, I've been, I've been so busy with writing and I just moved into a new place. Um, the, the, the show, I've just been so busy. I haven't been TV person so I, much. I get it. But I'm so excited to watch Glow. Don't tell me anything about it. And literally, I just saw Wonder Woman last night. I know. That's, so if I that says anything. Yet, so you're already yeah. ahead of the game. I've been sitting at home watching I'm so Glow. excited to watch Glow, though. It's I hear great. it's amazing. There's... I feel it's hard. It's warm. And it's funny. It's light. It's For... like League of Their Own kind of-ish. Okay, picture a League of Their Own meets a chorus line Mwah. in a wrestling ring. I love it. Mark Marin is just the genius. Genius. Bomb yeah. King, every woman in it. Watch is it, different. watch it. It's so good. Oh my God. Can we do a live podcast watching Glow in a first episode and I then have your meatballs that. call in and ask questions? Oh my God, guys, let's do that. Let's do it. That would be really fun. It'd be like interactive. And then, I'm yeah. totally down for that. We could Me do too. a Facebook live thing and that's we could really all talk fun. about it together. I, I think like, that's a really good idea. It's like a meatball meetup, a Glow meatball <gasps> meetup. Yeah. That would be fun. I Did you know that I didn't even say that right because I. Never mind. Mimo, Mimo. 
That's what I said. <laughs> it's fine. It's been a lot of talking and a lot of hanging out today. Um, do you have any more? I have to. I know. Four. Wait. Oh, it's four o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Krista, I'm going to do a fire, fire question round. Okay. She's going to do a fire question round. I am ready. I know. She has to go to a writing session because she's cool as fuck. Because I'm cool. I love it. Which person from Jersey would you want to hang out with the most? Jack Nicholson. Caroline Manzo from Real Housewives of New Jersey, Meryl Streep, or Lady Gaga? Oh, my God. That is the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> That's really hard. I, I know. I'd go Meryl Streep. I like it. I'd go Meryl Streep. She's I have so shit. many questions for her. She's such a badass. Oh, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, uh, Where do I see myself in five years? Yeah, what do you want to do, girl? What's I'm your dream? What, Five years. I'm I know. still doing it. Still doing what I'm doing, but doing it better and doing it well. Doing it better and doing, doing it, it well. well. Doing, doing it. it doing I don't know. It, yeah, it something well. like that. Right, like, Ella. yeah, everything's good. You're just going to be doing it and doing it and doing it well. Yeah, I'll have years. like my own. I'll have my, I'll be like a spokesperson for relationship issues. <laughs> you need your own I'm relationship. Kidding. You've I'm kidding. Talk show or something. Yeah, I'll have my I'll have my own talk show. I'll have my own Krista Allen talk show on relationships, like Jim Jeffrey's show. The only the Krista Allen show. I don't know what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Um, New Kids on the Block or NSYNC? Uh, NSYNC. I agree. Uh, Jersey Shore, Real Housewives, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I I haven't seen really either of them, so neither. That's fine. That's totally fine. That I makes you cooler the, than all of us. I, that, that's that the one with Mike the d- disposition or whatever it is. The situ- <laughs> I love that you the just disposition. The situation. The disposition. Dis- the, the, the situation. It, it's probably it is the disposition because he's going to trial now for some tax that's a deposition thank you (laughs) it's like a happy medium i'm so bad at watching tv no it's totally fine and then one more question i'm gonna have you do a quick read um lady gaga madonna or britney spears gaga Guess what? You answered correctly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I answered correctly. You did on what's her Jersey podcast? Lady Gaga retweeted a parody I did recently. Oh my god! And so she's my dream guest. She's from New Jersey, so you get to do a little dramatic read. It could be dramatic. Give it to me. It's the lyrics of just go through and say it however you want. If you're talking to that person, if you're in a Jersey voice, just however do, you want. Do, do you want me to do it in a Jersey voice? Yeah, that would be fun. All right, hold on a second. Let me try this for a second. I know that we are young, and I know that you may love me, but I just can't be with you like that, this anymore, Alejandro. She got both hands in her pocket, and she won't look at you. No, I'm going ghetto now. <laughs> won't look at you. Wait, it's going totally not right. Go she it. hides true love in Sue Bolsillo. <laughs> she got a halo around her finger. Around you. You know that I love you, boy. Hot like Mexico, rejoice. At this point, I gotta choose. There ain't nothing to lose. Don't call my name. Don't call my name. Alejandro. Yay, that was perfect. <laughs> I wanna do it again. You wanna do it? No, <laughs> that was amazing. But it went from it went from talking like this, like I was trying to, like yeah. you got to do the nasally voice and stuff, which you, do. you don't have. But in order for me to do something that sounds kind of like <laughs> Jersey, I have to do something like that. This reminded me of something. Were you in Tony and Tina's wedding? I was. <laughs> Were you in the movie? Yeah. I played Tina 
and Donna Marsala and Maddie in the actual like live production. OMG. Was I Maddie? I think it was Maddie. You were Maddie. Holy yeah. fuck, I was. That's hilarious. Did you sing? Did you sing? Uh, ja, 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 do you know the song? Which one? The Jewish American princess on no, the table. We never did that. Hold on. Just hold on a second. <laughs> Put it on pause. I got something for you. No, this is hilarious. Oh my God, hold on. And I love that I looked it up and Joey McIntyre was Tony, right? Yes, I'm, and Mila Kunis was. I've worked, I've worked for them as a nanny. So the fact that like you are in that with him is hilarious. Now I have, I'm going to ask him about that shoot also. Oh my God, that's really, really <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, Tony and Tina's, that was like my first paid like gig when I was 21 seriously yeah and I did it in Atlantic City at the Showboat Casino I did it in Philadelphia on the spirit of Philadelphia and in New York oh my god that's amazing now I'm just looking up on iTunes while we're sitting here because it is on iTunes I cannot believe and I sing this song I'm gonna put (laughs) under songs and see what comes up that's what oh my god guys please listen here it is (laughs) put it next to the mic hold on (laughs) this is Is that you? Okay, um, I can't take it. Whoa, I don't know what's happening. That's we're not shutting me. that off. That's not you. That's probably Joey. Um, I this is why. hilarious. I wanted to bring that up earlier, but your beautiful dramatic Jersey read reminded what? me. <laughs> the hell I know Chris Booker yes last week was like every actor that comes from the east coast went through Tony and Tina's wedding <laughs> that was such a fun thing to do I am so Why proud of you why all of a sudden am I talking like this like because what's going on because it's like, what's your Jersey podcast and that's what you're doing at the end of the day like I'm I still don't sound like I'm from Jersey. It's, it's fine. fine. I don't either, and I'm from there. It's fine. Is there any advice that you can give the meatballs before leaving about life, about nothing, just whatever? Anything you want to say? Love yourself. Honestly, and this sounds so stupid. Just love yourself many times a day. No, really, yes. love yourself. Look in the mirror every day and be like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Because honestly, if you don't love yourself, everything's going to fall to shit and you're going to die alone. Exactly. What's the point? <laughs> Pimp yourself out. Tell everyone how to find you. Okay. You guys can find me Krista Allen XO. That's Twitter and Instagram. My Facebook is weird. It's like Jane Doe, but it's Jane Doe, like Homer Simpson, like D-O-H-H-H-H or something like that. Like Jane Doe. I don't know what it is. That's Not so that you weird. need to go on Facebook. I don't know. Um, so Krista Allen XO, please follow me and that's it have fun and thank you thank you you're the best you're the best this was so fun it really was fun i, I can't believe i just played that for <laughs> I'm you so happy i can't believe i just that. remembered that I know. <laughs> i'm that's what i'm doing now you made plans for me tonight i'm going to watch tony and tina's wedding okay can we get some feedback from your meatballs to see if we should watch glow together so yes. i can come back and we can drink like a whole bottle of wine yes uh meatballs let us know if you're watching glow if you want to do a live watch with us because it's the shit and we should both be on it that's the point i'm getting maybe to maybe we should i have a friend who's a makeup artist Perfect. on the show i think it would so be great she should come i'm an aerobics instructor i love spandex they oh, do a lot OMG. of both of those on it yeah it's good times um you are the best thank you so much for being here yes, yes. and also meatballs thank you for writing in your questions and reading and reviewing and subscribing i really appreciate the feedback i love doing this podcast 
podcast so much. So I hope I can keep doing it and you guys keep listening. Um, Have a great week. I love you. Uh, And this is What's Your Jersey? I'm Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby.